You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 83, Art Curriculum Ideas. This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> Hello, we're back. We're at episode 83. And we're going to talk to you today about art. Art. You know, I was thinking about this. Art, I think, is one of the subjects that has changed the most, one, like the most drastically. In your homeschool? In our homeschool. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not us so much. <laughs> We've kind of been, I don't know, the same. Have you? Sort of, yeah. So we've done a lot of different things over the years, but I I have kind of a style of learning with art that I like, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like learning about artists and doing projects related to artists. Yes. So I like things that do that. <laughs> yes. I think when I first very started, like started homeschooling, I didn't want to do art because I'm like, there are so many little people here mm. that like, this is a mess and my life is mm-hmm. already a mess. Art's messy. Um, it doesn't have to be though. Well, but usually with it is. little people, like Ethan was six when I started and I had mm. five kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it was always <laughs> messy. Like there were two people in diapers and like it That's was just hard. chaos. Yeah. So art was one of those things that I'm like, this can come later. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't love making messes. I know like you have your fun supply boxes mm-hmm. of like things you can make. Mine is pretty small. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have a lot of art supplies. Yeah. But that comes with my job, too. So Yes, which is funny because I love art. Mm -hmm. And my dad is an artist. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. And so, like, you would think I would implement it more. But I think there was the lazy aspect of, like, but I don't want to clean it up. So it's something we are definitely doing more of now but it took me a little bit of so time so you just get to out get the watercolors there's not a lot of cleaning for watercolors Karen, i don't think you understand pencils, <laughs> pencils. five kids six and under <laughs> it's always a mess <laughs> i don't i never had that yes yeah, so all right well it took let me, me a little bit to dive into let me art, tell you some of my favorites well i do that it now, I, used. I know you do it just now. took me a little bit to I get know, into I get it. it so don't feel bad if, if you like, don't do it yet. oh no no <laughs> maybe art could be like a once a month special thing or something yes or like my kids dumping out flour repeatedly you oh that's art everywhere hey, that's we do a lot of that kind of art <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's hilarious it is now, uh, it is now looking yeah. back in the moment i'm sure not yeah um one thing that we have used a lot over the years is called home art studio and they are DVDs. And this company, actually, I think they reached out to me once to do a blog review years and years ago. And so I have, I think I have two reviews on it on my website. But um, we have loved them. They have a separate DVD per grade. So it's like K through six, I think. And she sent me the whole set of them. And we've been using them for several years. And just like, I just kind of reuse them with different kids. And um, they're so fun. And it's it's just a, a simple lesson. You pop in the DVD and she goes through. It's an actual art teacher. She teaches like an elementary art teacher. And she does fun little activities and lessons. And and my kids have always loved them. And it's, it's easy for me because there's no prep work and no um, thought that goes into it. And so... That's something we've used a lot. So I highly recommend her. Her name is Miss Volin, and oh, she's fun. really cute and fun and does a good job teaching. So that's, that's a good one. Okay, so when we were ready to start art, and this is actually something that we have kept that my children still love, 
is Getting to Know the World's Greatest Artist by Mike Venezia. 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 These are some of my favorites too. So I remember one of our favorites when they were little. We lived by a little pond and we were doing, now I just spaced his name. He did a lot of pond paintings, watercolors, not Degas. Monet. Monet. Oh, I was like, water lilies and all. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we studied, we read this book and they're cartoon books, mm -hmm. super silly, super fun. But my kids will reread these all the time because mm -hmm. they like Cause them. Because they're funny. Yeah, yes, my kids like do too. Funny comics. And then we went to a pond with an easel and like they got to paint the pond. Um, when we did Michelangelo, we underneath the table, mm -hmm. we did the butcher paper underneath the table and we made our own Sistine Chapel. Mm -hmm. um, so like those were really fun to then recreate, like you could do Dolly and do some crazy art, yeah. right? Yeah, those um, are so fun. We have done those a lot over the years too. Well, who's my favorite one to recreate is, now I- Picasso? No, not Picasso, Picasso's fun. Um, Pollock, no. Oh, Jackson Pollock? Jackson, yes. Splatter painting. The splatter paint, so like you fun. go outside and you're like, go to town. And yeah. the kids think it is so, it so is. fun. It is, so fun, I love it. Like Van Gogh, Warhol, like all of these amazing artists. Like it's so fun to recreate a print of Warhol. Yeah. And you could even scan their picture in and there are things like on like a Google app or something like that that would then make your painting like mm -hmm. a Warhol. So we like to do the the pointillism with Q-tips. Oh, okay. Who's the, who's the artist? George Seurat. Uh, Seurat. Yeah, he does the pointillism. And so we've done that also. So yeah, this is actually like my most favorite way to do art. We usually would have like an artist for the week or uh -huh. a month or sometimes only yeah, we do it a for month. a term um and we would just read a book like this and learn a little about that artist and then recreate something and it's so simple and just doesn't take a lot of thought and i ho i don't know if they have these at the library or not but they're just they're, worth, they're purchasing. worth buying they're like seven to eight dollars mm -hmm. each yeah yeah each so if but you just, just grab... bought like once a month buy one of them or something or just grab a couple for your term like sometimes it's fun to do like your if you think that far ahead, but like your history, maybe you're studying a certain time period to find an artist that lives mm -hmm. in that location or that time period. Yeah. And so that's really fun. I love when that crosses of like, okay, we were learning Dutch history. Like let's study Rembrandt or Van mm -hmm. Gogh or all these fun people. Yeah. So I love when that crosses. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you want something more structured, like with actual lessons, I highly recommend Artistic Pursuits. It's a like a workbook printed curriculum and they have um, four different levels. There's like early elementary up through high school levels. And they teach like art history and like the principles of art, but also do some projects within it and teach you how to do them and, and actually teaching the principles of art throughout. And they're really great. Um, I've used those off and on with my kids here and there when they get a little older sometimes I'll hand them the book and say learn this this year and they <laughs> sort of do sometimes and yeah. um but they're it's it's a really good curriculum so if you want like if you need something like guide me through it I highly recommend that one it's a good one yes yeah, so there was one that we used and I cannot find it and it must have been at some homeschool expo like that it's not a, like available mm. widely but it had the basic stuff like that like here's the color wheel Here's yeah. how to do yeah. shading. And so you can find so many great simple things like that on Amazon or yep. I'm sure your site has a bunch of links for stuff like things, that. Yeah. But like that was something I did with my little kids. And it's so funny. One of my kids still doesn't get like blending. Oh yeah. Like red and yellow make orange. 
And he was like, obviously I've made it this far in life and I don't need to know it. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So um, that was fun. I like what you've got up here. I know you've talked about yes. this one a lot. So this was, it's called Let's Make Art and it is watercolor. But so she does free, like how to do it, like a free um, YouTube video, but you can then buy her monthly kit. And my daughter Tess did this, and it's actually hanging up on my wall right now. One of the, her little art projects, it's really pretty. And it was fun because so Tess was doing the subscription for a little bit, and it really teaches you how to paint beautifully. Mm -hmm. Like it's really impressive. And just a couple weeks ago, Tess then taught Brigham and me how to do it. Oh, that's cool. So she cool. recreated it and said, "Okay, now which so did one she do you get want? the subscription? Yeah, or? I actually had her pay for it. Mm -hmm. That makes me sound awesome." But like yeah, at the time we were doing something else and she's like, I think I want to try this. And I have found if I have my kids invest in it, I can find out really quick if they really like it. Mm. So like Porter bought his own guitar, like his first guitars. He bought like the first several and paid for his own lessons for a while. And then after a while I thought, oh, you really like this. So mm -hmm. I have found that for me personally, that that if like I have my kids invest some money in it, then I can see really quick if they actually cool. like it or not. That's good. So she liked it for a while, but then she had so much because of all the subscription boxes and the subscription boxes come with like five, like four to six different pictures to teach you oh, how wow. and like all the paints. So mm -hmm. after a few months, you have so much stuff that, you don't that it would be. Purchasing. Yeah. So she's like, I want to say her prices are pretty great because my daughter was paying for it and she was fine but yeah so they have watercolor with sarah that's what she did kids art with nicole art journal with jesse so just different art journaling boxes and, and cool. whatnot so her website is let's make art.com <laughs> it's um, really pretty yeah it is her, really pretty her art is beautiful um kind of along those lines i have a book that i got my daughter who also really loves art and it's just called everyday watercolor by Jenna Rainey and it does kind of the same thing where it just sort of walks you through how to watercolor paint like each each page it has like a small little lesson of like how to blend and how to you know different things like that and how to make hearts and just small little things so you can pull out and just do like one little activity when you want to do an art lesson and it's it's a lot of fun and simple so this is where I am with art currently so I've been studying, like I said in the last episode, the well-educated heart philosophy. And I've been reading her book and then reading like the mother's university, which you can go find all on her site for free. And it was talking about just exposing your kids. Like basically she said, if you can expose your kids to beautiful pictures, um, beautiful music and beautiful poetry, then like basically you're doing enough. Mm. And like talk about like pat on the back, like hey, you're doing great champ. So... I don't think I have the pictures. In... Yes, I do. So on her website, my well-educated heart, there will be a link for Simple Joy Art. Mm -hmm. And I will show our YouTube people because like it is the most beautiful art. And so in it, it is also talking about just exposing your children and not making it a lesson. So I think there is your intuition, like, to know what your children need and maybe when you're starting you're like i don't know anything about any artist mm. and i would like to dive in and know a little bit more so kind of the idea is to expose them to beautiful pictures and then give them an excitement for art so then they want to go and learn more so i'm kind of trying it out i have bought all these little four by six frames 
and I'm just putting this beautiful art around the house. Yeah, so when fun. we do art study, I don't know who painted this. Like I couldn't, I could go look it up on her site and there are free downloads like to print as long as you're not reselling, reselling them. Um, but on Mondays we, we, I let them pick a bunch of the pictures and I just went and printed them off at Costco and they pick their picture. We look at it. We talk about it. Why did they pick it? Why did they like this one? Um, what do they think about it? And then it was fun. We did this one where it was a, looked like a dad coming home. And we said, let's make up a story about this. <laughs> so we added on a story that he'd been lost at sea for years. And yeah, like the wow. youngest child didn't want to embrace him like the older children. They're like, well, she was born after he had left and she didn't know him. So they made this beautiful story and then we recreated it. Mm. And we did it. We've done it with pencils and markers, with watercolors. And then we displayed the actual works of art. So like we have this one where it's a little girl with a St. Bernard. And then we watch for classic movie Sunday. I don't know if this really is a classic, but the movie with the day dog, St. Bernard Beethoven. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. My children loved it. Probably wouldn't call it a classic, but right. it's fun. We call it classic movie Sunday, but the movies, I don't know if you had to really call them classic, <laughs> but it was so cute. Cause Georgie loves the painting because of the dog, because of this dog and the movie. And then one of my other kids, the picture they picked is a little boy nursing a cat back to health. Mm. And it was like, so they're very tender. And mm -hmm. so I obviously like am drawn to the mothers loving on their children. And so it's just been so fun to start exposing them to beautiful art. Mm -hmm. So when we went to last year, my husband and I had the opportunity to go to Paris and we went to the Louvre. Some of the art was beautiful. A lot of it to me was not. And like, I'm okay if I never go there again, mm -hmm. because, well, first of all, I don't know if they had the AC on and it felt like a thousand <laughs> degrees and Johnny's complaining was like harder than the heat sometimes. But like we went in and for me, I don't like nude art. And so a lot of nudity, mm -hmm. um, which like I'm super sensitive to, so I didn't like the nudity in it. And then so many grotesque pictures of Christ. Mm. And it really upset me. Mm -hmm. And like Christ was always so bleak and so like gray and like tor a tormented soul or like odd pictures with demons and all this stuff. Mm. And I did like we walked out of the Louvre and I was like, all right, we, we did it. We went to the Louvre. And like mm -hmm. this now seeing like these beautiful works of art. And I think Rembrandt actually to me is an artist I really mm -hmm. like. And Van Gogh and Michelangelo, some of those really famous artists. But it's to me, it's about connecting with their hearts and like being inspired yourself by something and having them being inspired and then seeing it. And then you can bring in learning about them along the way. I love that. That's beautiful. So once again, I will report like yeah, how neat. it goes. But like as my excitement grows, I watch my children's excitement of, for art grow. So that's, that's awesome. my two cents. Love of, it. Like, five minutes of a rent. Oh, I love that. It's beautiful. It's a good way to look at it and try. Yes, because I think not all of my children have gifts with art no same with mine <laughs> and i don't think it's always about being able to do the art necessarily i do like learning about artists and no mm -hmm. knowing the names and being able to recognize well-known paintings like yes. starry night van gogh i want my children to you know be able to point them out and be like oh i know that one or yes you know I, I love that and i love just you know giving them that kind of knowledge and also yeah seeing beauty and i don't think it matters if they're good at art um, but I think it's good for all of us to try it because it does expand areas of your brain that maybe you're not so used to doing and, mm -hmm. um, you know, different different ways to um, 
uh, use your mind and your yeah. hands. And I think it's good for all of us. We all took art in elementary school and had to try it at some point. Yes. And, and it's interesting because my oldest son, he always has said, I'm not good at art. But this last year, he was doing, um, it was in the Good and the Beautiful. I was going to say, I thought we talked In the this. high school one. And there were art lessons in it. And they were just like teaching skills. And he had to recreate pieces of art. And through doing that, he actually learned that he liked it. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm not that bad. I always thought I was bad at art. And he's, he's gained some skills in this past year that he didn't know that he had and, and is actually starting to enjoy doing it. And I love that because when he was younger, he would usually be like, man, I don't want to paint. I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to, but yeah. we can still learn about it, you know? And so I never really forced him mm -hmm. if he didn't want to, but I gave him the option if he wanted to, he could. I guess he was ready. Yeah. And I love that he just sort of came to it when, when he showed the interest himself. So I think it's funny. One of our things we've done for Battle of the Brains is we would, at, for the end, we would pick a painting that we had studied that term. And then you get a look at it for five minutes and then we turn it over for five minutes mm -hmm. and whoever would win would have the most details recreated oh, yeah. from the painting. So it's just fun. So we did Whistler's mother and Porter painting or drawing was so horrid. Like we still laugh about it because she looked like, you know, the plague, the black plague. Masks. <laughs> yeah. That's what she looked like. <laughs> and it is the most comical picture That's ever, funny. but he creates art all the time with music mm -hmm. and with poetry. Mm -hmm. And so I think like what you're saying, like they don't have to be good at drawing, no. but exposing them to the beauty of art. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you may not create through physical drawing, right? but you may create with movement of your body. You may create with uh, the piano, music. composing music, mm -hmm. singing, like Writing all these words. Yes. Poetry, like mm -hmm. all these other beautiful things. And so like, I don't, I'm just having this, the shift a little bit of like just exposing them to all these beautiful things. And then like, here's this amazing buffet. What do you want? Mm -hmm. Like this buffet, like everything is good on this buffet. Just like, let's start trying things. I love that so, so much. Yeah. I feel like I'm like all excited about art. No, right now. I think it's beautiful and I love it as well. I, I do a lot with yeah. art. Um, <laughs> that's part of what my book was about, the math art book. And so yeah. it was really fun for me to, to incorporate. I did a lot of um, like, famous artist projects mm -hmm. and talked about how art and math coincide in so many they, different ways because so artists have to use a lot of math, you know, for perspective and scale and different things like that. So there, there's a lot of, um, a lot of that in my book that I did also. And that was so fun to, to study that and to learn more about that and teach that to my kids as we did those projects too. And I think a part of it too is your excitement. So think about how excited you are. Like, hey, math isn't terrible, guys. Like I made math fun. So think about like your excitement for mm -hmm. it. And then like you present it to your kids versus like, here's a book on art and math. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it sounds like, like oh, you guys, <laughs> like math can be exciting. Did Seriously. you know, like you like art and like, we're just going to combine the two worlds. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I think by your enthusiasm, they're in like get excited about it and are much more willing to try it. Um, there, I'm trying to think of what the term is. I can't think of it right now, but there's this, there's this idea of like where you just put little things out for kids and just don't even talk about them. Like they're just, they're just, they're just placed in places where they might, mm. I can't think of the term. There's like a whole term for trickery. It. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's like this, this educational term. Or no, but I, I can't think like of people it. do with books. But like, like where, yeah, books you'll out. just like set things out and put them in places. And I think you could do the same with art where, you know, like where Megan's talking about how she's printing these things and she's hanging them up. And, and even if you don't do a lesson on it ever, even if they're up, 
they're going to wonder about it and they're going to see it and they're going to want to know more about it. Because typically you hang something on a wall or you put something out on a table, kids are going to show some interest. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so whether you even do an art lesson or not, just expose them to some beautiful things. You know what I just found interesting with that? So two episodes ago, we talked about how you've changed as a mom with homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So if you think about that, like what you're exposing them to, how intentional you are. So you took away some of the twaddle books. You took away some of those like maybe negative TV shows mm -hmm. or even TV or screen times. Mm -hmm. And it's like, here, I'm exposing you to this. Yeah. Like this is what you're exposed to, right? Where TV would just kind of shut down the brain. You don't have to think twaddle. You shut down the brain. You mm -hmm. don't have to think. But like, I'm going to expose you to things that are going to excite your brain. Yeah. And like, think about all your craft supplies you have lying mm -hmm. around. Like your kids know that they can just get into that at any time right mm. fish <laughs> <laughs> to some extent but yes, i mean like yes. but you're not like barking at them no like, oh my gosh you know mm -hmm. what i mean but like for the most part and i know within reason like mm -hmm. it's bedtime like let's get out the art supplies no yeah. not that but like you're exposing them to all this art and to be creative because i think it, it boils down to allowing them the creativity yes and then helping them like try different ways of which way is their way to express that creativity yeah, yeah definitely um, I want to just throw a couple more resources out yes. there that I love that we've used over the years. One that we're currently using for my girls, it's called Masterpiece Society. And this is a subscription, an online subscription. And the girl, she's she's another homeschool blogger friend. And I adore her. I got to meet her in person. And she's the cutest girl with like this southern accent. And I just love her. Anyway, I subscribed to her site this year for my girls. And they are loving it. She does video art lessons. And they're just beautiful she's super talented and so um so if you have kids that are super artsy and want a lot of art this is a fun one to look into it's um it is a little pricier if you if it was a few hundred dollars for okay. like but for a I year i think it's like a lifetime subscription oh then that's like pretty well sure it was like it. a lifetime thing. yeah i don't remember if that's true or not but i'm pretty sure <laughs> i might be wrong but i hope that's right anyway it's it's beautiful and she gives she gives like um, lessons, but she'll also do like a monthly download of like an actual artist mm. and like a whole like historical lesson about that person and neat, neat stuff. We've loved that. And they do, she does seasonal ones. So like my girls have been doing all the fall art That's things this fun. month and they're loving them and then different levels and there's like painting and sketching and different stuff. Anyway, beautiful. And I love it. Um, another one, these are just simple, simple, but, um, draw right now and i don't know if i've mentioned this in the past but it combines handwriting and drawing together and they're so cute and if you have a kid who doesn't necessarily love handwriting but does love art this is sort of a fun combo that gets them to do both and we love them my little kids have we've done them for lots of years that's really fun and then one more which is similar it's called draw and write through history where they're drawing pictures, historical pictures, and they have, these ones are all in cursive. Okay. They have like cursive handwriting that goes along teaching you about it. So if you have kids that love drawing, these are fun ways to incorporate the two together. Yes, and I think there's just a beauty to exposing your children to this. Yeah. Because yeah. I've even altered how I changed um, our poetry up a little bit. And, but even when I was doing it not as good, right, years ago, my son, like, the poetry speaks to him on a such a deep level when I thought I was doing it bad mm, right like cool. I'm thinking like oh I didn't do a very good job because I've learned so much more and I, I've learned all these better ideas or tools <laughs> and my quote unquote bad way of doing it still, still inspired my son and loves it and like 
you guys, poetry is huge. And, and when I'm upset, I, I write poetry and then That's I turn cool. it into a song and all these things. And so even if you think you're doing a terrible job with it, you never know little seeds you might mm -hmm. be planting for one of your kids to be amazing with it or to really love it. Maybe they don't want to create it. They want to critique it. Like I love seeing it and I love talking about mm -hmm. it and doing all those beautiful things, right? Yeah, it's awesome. So I think there's just a beauty of trying a bunch of different things and then see what happens. Yes. Well, thanks so much for tuning yeah. in today. We hope you guys have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Call to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calledtohome.com. Thank you.